0: Thank you for tuning in to the Restaurant Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, TK. Today, we've got a really awesome episode going over how emotional stability and emotional intelligence can help you in achieving your goals as a leader. Most high-performance leaders have a very strong degree of emotional intelligence. And what do I mean by emotional intelligence? I mean being able to identify and control uh, your emotions. And something that most people are not great at is taking a step back and really thinking about the implications of their actions before they do them. Because I see more often than not people acting with emotion than without emotion. And typically when you act with emotion, especially in business, you will fail. Um, And I mean that by, um, you know, using the emotions of anger or vengeance or sadness, right? Um, Maybe you're upset. It takes a lot to be able to recognize those and to step back and think of the situation from another perspective. Let's take an example. Let's, I'm gonna tell you a story about when I first learned that emotional intelligence could actually really help really bad situations. I had this team member who consistently was having a bad attitude and um, they would come in every single day just, you know, no good morning, nothing. It was there to work, which is fine. Okay, cool. Um, But I could tell that, you know, something was wrong. And um, I just kind of let it go because I had bigger fish to fry. And one day he snapped. And he snapped at this 16-year-old girl who was in drive-thru and made her cry. And almost made her quit because she asked for extra crispy um, chicken because that's what the guest asked for. And this dude just lost it. So I pulled him in the office, and before I did that, I stepped out back, and I took a quick deep breath. I calmed down the girl and ensured that she was good, and she was. I went ahead and sent her home because she wasn't closing, so I went ahead and sent her home. Um, she actually worked for me for a few a few more years after that, uh, so you know, she didn't quit the next day. Um, but this guy, let's call him Albert, I pulled Albert into the, bill, into the office, and I said, I know something's been bugging you, and I don't know what, but what you did was just completely unacceptable. That's not what we do. We treat each other with respect and kindness, and we ensure that people want to come into work. So I don't know what's bothering you, and I could have very easily approached the situation with anger and just fired you on the spot. But instead, what I want to do is I want to document this conversation. I like you. You come in to work. You work. You do the job. But we've got to fix your attitude. And he was caught off guard. And I feel like most people do get caught off guard whenever you approach situations with no emotions like that. Because they've been conditioned. And more than likely, their parents... Their teachers maybe even their old boss responded with bad emotions and that's what they were expecting so when you throw a curveball like that and you're just super super professional and you're very direct and to the point i find that 95% of people because they are so caught off guard they get out of that funk that they have and they kind of start seeing with a clearer head and that's the thing is emotions will affect your your judgment absolutely Mm -hmm. whenever you get angry or whenever you you know you're upset you can't think right you can't think straight and that's due to a release of these things in your brain and um it it clouds that part of the brain that affects rational uh thinking and scientifically Mm -hmm. uh, they've proven that So anyways, um, he agreed he wouldn't do anything uh, like that again. He actually started going deeper into why he was in a bad mood. And it was because he was going through a divorce with his wife of 10 years. And, you know, she was taking custody of the kids. And it was just a lot to internalize. Um, Zero excuse for the way that he blew up. um, Because he was a 35-year-old man. But after that, I had no other issues with him and he worked with me for about another year or so and then he uh, moved back home to Iowa and I hope he's doing really great if you're listening to this you know who you are you know who you are Um, I hope you're doing well and I hope you uh, found a lot of success but that just goes to show you guys like you could have responded with emotion and said get out of my restaurant we don't do that here and just been flat out you know Now, if this was the second time that he's done this, it would be a different tone of story. But this was the first time he ever blew up, and like I said, he came into work every single day. He worked really hard. He clocked out. I mean, no problems out of him. Besides, just he wasn't friendly. And it just goes to show you that you just don't know what people are fighting. You don't know the the war that they've waged in secret uh, with themselves. And you got to give them that little bit of a benefit of the doubt. I don't do third chances, as I've said, I I do second chances. Because I think that people need to make mistakes to learn and to grow. And without making mistakes, it does not create the environment or the opportunity to learn from their actions. If he would have never made that mistake and just went la-di-da about his life, I would have never known what was wrong with him. And my perception of him was he was just a grumpy old man. (laughs) Not that 35 is old, but... You know, when you have that negativity, you're not very approachable. And anyways, uh, I hope that story helped you understand how approaching situations with emotional intelligence and control can give you that leg up. It can give you that leverage. Let's do another situation. Um, let's talk about a guest this time. I had a guest when I opened up my second restaurant. It was third day opening and it was super busy, of course. And he comes up and he's just mad, he's just angry. Uh, you know those people that they just come in and they're not satisfied with whatever you do. Anyways, the sandwich was cold and he didn't like that the bread was soggy and that had to do with the an operations on a position on the line. So um, I thanked him, I said, I am so sorry that you had this problem, but it does allow us a chance to fix our operations. And I appreciate that. I'll remake your sandwich for you myself personally. And he didn't want any of it. He was just angry and he responded, well, I don't have time for that to wait another 10 minutes. And I don't uh, really want that. I just want you fired. And like, wow, okay. Um, At this turning point. I could have went one of two ways. And I was a hothead back then. It was when I was a little younger um, and not as calm. But I said, you know, this is in my head. I said, this is not worth getting mad about. Uh, This was the very first time where I started learning that emotional intelligence was important. And I just looked at him and I didn't react, but I did respond. And I said, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm here trying to help you out, man. I'm here to make your experience better. Mistakes happen. Unfortunately, it happened to you. Let me remake this for you. And I promise it will be better. Yes, you will have to wait, you know, five, ten minutes until it gets done. But I guarantee it's going to be really good. And how about this? I'll give you a coupon for a free sandwich the next time you come in as well. And he stopped, and he was taken aback, and he said, well, I guess, I guess that's fine. But that, Yeah, let's do that. Mary made a sandwich, and he uh, came back a couple of times after that, and he was just in a better mood, just a better person. And I like to think it was because I was one of the few people that did not react with the same emotion he was putting out. Is there time to mirror someone's reaction? I think the the, the part inside of you that wants that justice, that, that karma, you know, that what comes around, goes around, that inside of you, you, you want to respond with, with what they give. But that's not the correct way to handle things. It's not the correct way to communicate. And it's not the right way to be an evolved leader. And remember, being an evolved leader, you have to be more than just in your professional life. You have to be a leader in your personal life as well. And you have to live it. It's a lifestyle. It's not something that you just do five days a week. If you are truly a leader, if you're truly an evolved leader, you're a leader 24-7. There is no off button. There's no off time. You are a leader in every aspect of your life. In the gym, you're a leader in your home, you're a leader at work, you're a leader in your family, you're a leader in your hobbies, you're a leader and most of us it's natural. With that said, emotional intelligence, emotional control is the big message this week. Respond to things. Don't react. And ensure that the adult in the situation is you. You are the adult. You are the evolved leader. We do not respond with emotion. We respond with professionality and solutions. Remember no third chances here. Only second. And if you get to the point where a team member is on their third chance that's that's time to maybe let them go. And I take a hard stance on that. I take a very hard stance on no third chances because in the past it is been not so great on my end if I let it go. And it turns out to just poison the culture, and it sets me two spaces back. So, big message this week, y'all. Stay in control of your emotions. Be smart. Be an adult. Things are going to pop up in the day-to-day, That's just how it is in the restaurant industry. And it's almost like there are many, many tests, and they're quizzing you on how you're going to respond. And how you respond is so important, again, because... Your people are watching you. And if you're a new general manager, or you're a new manager in general. Um, they, Your team will be watching you and how you respond and how you react. And they're going to immediately start forming judgments about you based off of that. So if you respond with professionality and you respond with that second but not third chance. You're going to get some really awesome results and you're going to start seeing your communication get better. You're going to start seeing uh, people respecting you more. Your, Your life is going to get a lot less stressful because you're not going to have a lot of those hard conversations. And here's the great thing is after about a year or two of doing these and being very professional, leaving emotion out of it, it becomes second nature. And then people start looking up to you. Because you've accomplished something that is so difficult for most people, it's almost regarded as a superpower. And if you look at many of the most successful CEOs and leaders around the country, it's all exactly the same. They all have emotional control and they all have emotional stability. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, The Restaurant Leadership Evolution. You can search it online. We've also got a Twitter page as well. Um, I'm going to be working on being more active in both of those, and I need your help. If you are a motivational person and positive and you find these awesome restaurant leadership memes you like to join and post on, um, join my group. We are a group of restaurant leaders, albeit small right now, um, but I want to grow into this community and to ensure that we have a place to um, share ideas and help put one foot in front of the other in terms of positive leadership. I want us to be able to help each other up through the hard times and to celebrate the wins. And that's what the group is all about. So join it. Um, If you have any tips or any questions, you can always reach me in my email at tylerk at gmail.com. That's T-H-A-I-L-U-R-K at gmail.com.